0: You know what I always say, time to write and friends of you, terror
1: to fucking you!
0: Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's
2: the Chad Dukes radio show.
0: It's not free FM. So give Chad a call.
2: Here's the number 385 645 5375. It's Miller time. What is that now? Twelve hands in a row.
1: Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host,
2: the big silly. Chad
1: Dukes. Charlie Hope Pill, Alpha.
0: Delta, yeah. Dukes.
1: Dig it. they progression back.
0: It's a chance to show, 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 it's a chance to
2: show. Show. show, yeah, baby. I don't like giving away things for free get This show for free, that's for damn sure. It's a chance to show, it's a chance to show, it's a chance to show. What are these cups? It's a chat to show,
0: it's a chance to show, it's a chance to show. Thanks, it's real helpful. <laughs>
2: Happy Friday, everybody. It is the Chat Duke Show. Free episode for you. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast. I am your host with the most Chat Dukes. Appreciate you listening here. Please subscribe. Leave a five-star review. And, of course, consider if you like the sampler platter you're about to consume right now. Maybe, just maybe. Maybe, just, maybe you'd like to saunter on over to show.com and subscribe to our weekly show. Uh, we do episodes every single day, and they are getting T H I C C C C C C C C C Money Monk in the building, of course, the founder of the Feast, the purveyor of the Fortress of Solid Dudes, where we broadcast each and every day. Hello, Money Monk. Hello, Chad. Boy, I tell you what, two episodes this week for you.
0: My yeah, God. It's a thick week for me.
2: I went about a week and a half without hearing anything from Monk, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's a moral <laughs> conundrum. <laughs> conundrum. Conundrum. Uh, Monk was just working that uh, – That I always love the texts from Monk where he's like, oh, man, I tell you what, the sea spray, and I'm down here enjoying myself away from work. Gosh, I really need this to unplug. And I'm like, you were there two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of unplugging. The <laughs> no, fuck are you trying to fool? Uh, of course, uh, check out Monk's Barbecue. We tried on Thursday's episode of the Chad Duke Show. We did the BMI. And we tried some of the new uh, ice cream at a Tipped Cow Creamery in Percival, which I believe was the Raspberry Donut Cheesecake Ice Cream, which was spectacularly reviewed. Um, I think Ant-Man said something like, I need to get this into me. <laughs> I, think I, I remember him saying something like that. So when people go to Monk's, they can check out uh, the ice cream right upstairs that's right you know tons of creativity and new flavors you know coming down the pike it really is coming yeah. down the pike what do you think about that tor
0: i think that he he picked up. he got he got onto that transition pretty quickly <laughs> usually Mungus goes that's right and that's the, uh, <laughs> that's the
2: other bit uh we've got a great show planned for you today of course i'm joined by the cold soldier the hooting colossus the great falls sasquatch uh Cantors, in the building hell of a week this week tor
0: it's a big week and even ripley's tuckered out over there she's had enough she's uh <laughs>
2: she came in here made her rounds and now she's trying to get the fuck out of here she's on a beat cheek she didn't sign up to be here all goddamn afternoon it was so funny because we uh, we wrapped up the show and i was uh, putting all my stuff together i was getting ready to uh, walk over to commonwealth dry goods where i'll be working on saturday by the way if you'd like to come by i'll be there all fucking day and then uh Tor's like we gotta do the friday show and i'm like why let's just do it on friday he's like i have plans i'm like oh, great so here we are, uh, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Um, it's a good one this week. Uh, David Martin joined us to talk about the John Bones-Jones situation. On Monday's episode, I believe we regaled you of some of um, – Sunday was a barn burner for me, as it usually is, watching football all day. And unfortunately, that meant uh, harassing young Tor while he was at work because uh, <laughs> you were at work. How many
0: phone calls would you say you received from us? So uh, during, during my shift, I believe I got three calls from Dukes and then – at 7:30 that night, I got a call from Ant-Man while I was doing, while I was setting up the iPad. Sideboard. Right, right, right.
2: And we were just screaming and yelling and fucking telling him his pick sucked and the Falcons sucked. And, and he was at work. So he couldn't really say anything back. You know what I mean? Ant-Man was on a roll on Sunday. Apparently he's yeah. doing mad. He's stealing my credit card. Information. Oh yeah. That we just... just learned that too, by right. the way, oh, if you want to check out Thursday's episode, we found out that Ant-Man has stolen Monk's identity, which is not, <laughs> which is not good. What, where did you leave that? You texted him, lose my number, lose my number. <laughs> you fucking asshole <laughs> son of a bitch uh, so that was fun and then a uh, rousing rendition of "Ass Shoot of course if you ever want to reach out to the show it's mailbag at chaddukesshow.com or of course you can call us at 385 645 53. Seventy-five, But uh, before we get to all that tour, I mean, if we're going to be uh, plumbing stuff, for uh, plumbing stuff, plugging stuff, for God's sakes, we're going to be plugging stuff, for God's sakes. If you're listening to this on Friday, make sure you circle back around at Facebook.com slash Chad Duke show this evening. That was the Dravers. I believe the snoopers is here. bad night a
1: child night in a
2: seven pm show.
1: night in a child show. night
2: in a child get not everybody has the great Dr. Trey and Snoop D-O-double-G do their theme song, but of course, we'll be doing a live show on Facebook, facebook.com slash Chad Duke Show. Tonight, you're listening on Friday at 7 p.m. We are cleaning out the closet, as Eminem would say, the bourbon closet. We had too much bourbon here in the studio, so it's going to be a tough couple of days for uh, your pal, Money Monk. I'm going to be doing the Hoot Nanny tonight, drinking a bunch of bourbon, and then tomorrow night, my uh, wife and my brother and his wife, were are taking a limo nissan wow. pavilion where we're going to be watching brooks and dunn oh that's awesome live in concert for first time in a long time and then on sunday it is of course the bukkake nfl session where we all gather around uh the nfl <laughs> shield and we all jack off onto it um and there's copious amounts of drinking there too so there is a good chance to this is the last time i see you and i know you will make you very excited and go with god i'll uh I'll try to leave you a stipend. I know that you, but financially, you're not in a very good place right now. We need.
0: We need to get to the event. <laughs> oh, that's right. The fucking event is Saturday. That's right. We. After Wait, that- but if I die, you're you're off the hook. I, no, I, I'm too invested in the event. Oh, okay. So we need to have it, and then if you want to. to- to, to go off into that fucking good, uh, yeah. good the, yeah, go
2: off into that good night. <laughs> it's fine. Um, do me a favor, uh, if I die this weekend and I'm gone, uh, there'll be one child born to carry on. But why don't you go out there and have the event with Monk? I think people would still love to come out. Yeah, okay, make I mean, it like a fucking New Orleans style funeral or we'll something. Throw some dukes on the smoker. That's good. So, I don't know it, if you, it, know it, you it, want it, that. i going to be some fatty ass brisket. That's some fatty ass brisket. I thought the Viking funeral on the little pond. I know you got a little skiff there. He fucking fire the arrow. Fire the arrow. Whole thing goes up and fucking flame. Yeah, it'd be good. It's a memorial service. I think that'd be a nice fucking change of pace. You know, I don't know who you, you get. Don't they usually burn a woman alive when they do that, too? <laughs> I was just watching 13th Warrior. I forgot they make a woman get on the boat when they light it up, too, and burn her to death. By the way, have you watched that movie recently? I haven't. Do me a favor. What are you will. What are you doing tonight other than dieting? Uh, bowling. <laughs> bowling, but after bowling, I'll watch it. Watch it. Okay. If you watch Thirteenth Warrior is on HBO Max now uh, for free. It is my favorite movie. Uh, it's directed by John McTiernan. I know you don't know who he is, but he directed uh, Hunt for Red October and Die Hard. He's a fabulous actor uh, d- director. And then it stars uh, Antonio Banderas, and then a bunch of guys that could be shoot Vikings. Like there's not wow. one actor in them; they're just Vikings.
0: Banderas and Vikings. This is a very fun movie. Yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah, 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 Well, it's weird because he's uh, he's supposed to be Muslim, and he's like a uh, he's traveling because he's been banished because he uh, slept with somebody's wife or whatever. The book's real good too. I don't you're not gonna read that, but like um. Fucking fabulous movie. When did you watch it, Tor?
0: I watched it a little bit ago. Did you? Yeah, on your recommendation, but we didn't get to it. I think I did it. You get at... you fucking... That movie Maybe gets it was... you
2: fired the fuck. Oh, there, do I see my father. I'm always
0: like, let's go fucking kill
2: some motherfuckers. Uh, there's a fire dragon. There's a bunch of people that think they're bears. Uh, so wow. it's uh, fucking great, man. It, does it all? Great fucking movie. And if you go go look, go to Rotten Tomatoes. If you ever want to know why you should never go to Rotten Tomatoes for anything to do with movies, look at what the critics gave the score for 13th warrior and then just realize that website is an angry frustrated piece of shit where you never should spend any fucking time um are you looking at it right now yeah i have to you're gonna be upset
0: like how upset
2: i don't know i'm upset at it every time i look at it if you enjoyed the movie i think you're probably not gonna be happy Uh,
0: what the fuck
2: i told you it's fucking outrageous isn't it i'm even a little upset by the audience score for that movie what's the audience score 66 What? (laughs) That that gets the car crash. We just came up with that sound effect. That's uh, unique to this show. Sixty six is f- far too low. Far too low. There's a guy. Write this down. Monk. Can you give Monk a pen, please? Uh, bullvi. Bullvi. So it's B U L. I think it's Y W I. It's it's Nordic. So it's very uh, it's spelled spelled weird. That is the character that you're gonna text me when you're done watching it and say I won't fucking hang out with Bull Vibe. Unfortunately, uh, it, it does not go well for him, but uh, I don't want to spoil anything for you. No. But uh, he is the motherfucking man. Well, there's a, there's a five or six guys like that in that uh, movie. I
0: like when they're commenting on Banderas' horse. Yeah.
2: Or the <laughs> Only Jones. an Arab will bring a dog to water. I heard this the first time. I like when Nathaniel Banderas teaches him to speak Viking. Teaches himself to speak Viking in like five nights. Yeah. I listened. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> he goes, give an Arab a sword. He makes a knife. Fucking he takes the big Viking sword and like turns it into one of those it sounds great, great. it kicks ass yeah, it fucking kicks ass it kicks
0: better than 33% on, uh, look, uh, from the critics they can kick
2: rocks is what they can do suck it from the back they fucking blow some cigar smoke <laughs> in their face as I drive by they're in their fucking Nissan plant we're driving by an H2 fucking limo blowing cigar smoke God right in their f- right. fucking faces. bunch of ghouls Ghouls. that's what they are not the, not the good kind either not the Halloween kind Alright, uh, let's get to it, Tor. I got places I gotta be. Uh, here's some free segments for you cheap sons of fucking bitches. Why don't you fucking put a couple dollars on the barrelhead? ChadDukeShow.com
0: Whether you're drinking by the fire, getting ready to send it into Arlington like your boy, or just trying to find an escape from your eight kids, make sure you check out the Chad Duke Show playlist on Spotify. You just go to ChadDukeShow.com slash music. The official link to your new favorite playlist. Friendos is...
2: Dude, I was just talking to a boob friend of mine who's trying to buy a house, and he uh, was saying the same thing the stupid hot man Tad was saying. He was like, oh, every time I swoop in, somebody outbids me, to dirt, I can't get my pants on in the morning. And I was like, well, let's call Joe Azer, huh? 571-989-Azer, 571-989-Azer, I had a different friend call me. So that he talked to Joey, wanted to upgrade to a townhouse, uh, from a townhouse rather, to a single family home. Couldn't get stuff organized because, hey, it's tough to get stuff organized. And he got a growing family and, you know, financial situations, COVID, all that's going on. Joe jumped in. And what do you think that he did? Made the whole process stress-free in one month. Able to sell their townhouse in Woodbridge above asking price, by the way, and get close on a new home in Bristow. That's right. Joe handled the entire thing from the new home purchase to the sale assisted with locking down the lenders, the inspectors, all of it. Ryan and Sherry, listeners of this very show, got exactly what they needed done because they were smart. Not like everybody says. Call Joe Azer. Not all agents are equal. That's why I need to call my guy. 571 989 Azer. 571 989 2937. Call Joe Azer today and tell him Chad Duke sent you.
0: This October 9th, we will be at Flying Ace Farm in Lovettsville, Virginia for our inaugural annual Chad Duke Show Fish Fry and Sasquatch Hunt, featuring Headlock Gaming's Mortal Kombat Tournament, the first ever Chad Duke Show bass fishing tournament, the return of the Chad Duke Show Wiffle Ball Invitational, Mr. Kenny Kidd DJing after the live podcast. We got raffles and much, much more. So make sure to clear your schedule for Saturday, October 9th at Flying Ace Farm. <laughs>
2: What a weekend, tour! I I felt bad for you. I feel like I called you 700 times yesterday, or at least people that were with me called you 700 times yesterday. Um, Because we were all hammered drunk fucking sitting around watching football all day, and you were uh, quietly in the mausoleum where you
0: work. Yes, I was. um, (laughs) It seemed like you couldn't have predicted this, but the most inopportune times while I was at work, I just see.
2: Hey, you motherfucker! you see what the fuck your pics are doing, you cocksucker?
0: Cool. And it was just, I I wasn't trying to no sell anybody on the phone because you're having a good time. I want to keep the spirits up. But when when there was one instance where a question was asked. What was was the question? You wanted my parents' address. Oh, right. Yeah,
2: I forgot. I think I needed your
0: parents' address. I don't think I wanted it. I think I absolutely had to have it. Well, now for the next two weeks, instead of going back to Arlington, I'll be going back to my parents'
1: house to
2: check the mail. to intercept to make sure that, yeah. Did I show you a picture of what I'm sending them? Yes. (laughs) Tell everybody. It's a nice gift. It's basically like I wanted to congratulate them on finally getting one of the birds out of the nest. You know what I mean? One's finally flapping away. What do you got
0: there? Yeah, so here's the website, and you listeners, tell me, you know, you can uh, tweet or, or comment if you think this would be appropriate for sure. just, um, for parents to receive in a mail, unsolicited, uh, from dickatyourdoor.com. <laughs> Not doing a bit. Dickatyourdoor.com. <laughs>
2: Oh, man, I tell you what. Oh, that's ter. Oh, no, that's terrible. That's just original. I I don't know why, but it not. now let's be fair. These are not
0: actual penises. No, it's a series of four chocolates, and the inside lettering of the box says, Eat my ass.
2: Did <laughs> <laughs> you, uh... Did you see what the what the chocolates are supposed to be? Let me take a look. <laughs> Zoom in. <laughs> you open the box, Joe, and it says "Eat my ass." And the the box looks very nice. It looks like a gift. But then you open it, and it says "Eat my ass." And then there's a series of four uh, little chocolates. Do uh, you see what they're supposed to be? Yeah, I
0: closed the tab after.
2: <laughs> what uh, what do they look like?
0: It looked like assholes. They look like fucking chocolates, and then it looks like a puckered asshole. They're
2: anuses. They're they're chocolate
0: anuses. I almost, I straight up when I saw that yesterday, I obviously did not respond.
2: Right, I didn't get a response after that, but I did get the address. So that's that's the important part. I got the address, and then I let Tor know what the address was for. What was the, What did I respond right after you sent me the address? I think there was something in there. Um,
0: I'll let me see, because I don't want to mess it up. Here. Oh, I'll make you regret that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking bullshit, man. I'm, I'm sitting there, <laughs> <It's> hung over. <work. laughs> I'm hung over as all hell at, at work, and I got. I, I, you don't think
2: they'll like that gift? No! <laughs> they like treats, right? I'm going to have to say that was for me. I can't get you involved I didn't with put, bits. But the thing is, I didn't put your name on the box.
0: I, I don't. It doesn't matter. I can't do it. I, put, I
2: can't. I, I then put Mama Tor
0: and Papa Tor on the box. <laughs> now Tor. Do you know my dad has been bragging about the bottle of bourbon? Oh, really? Still? over to everybody. He's oh, so excited so and happy about that's it. That's sweet. He hasn't finished it yet? No, not
2: yet. Oh, I thought he liked bourbon. That was a while ago. I brought that over. Got him the old. Uh, what was it? The Kentucky Owl. Mm-hmm. I believe I brought over. That's a nice one. I polished off a bottle of Eagle Rare actually on Saturday. I felt pretty good about myself. I will tell you what, man. I don't know what it is about bourbon. I this is how I know I'm a full blown alcoholic. The, the first like two like sip, right? Pour yourself like two ounces. I take the first sip. It's like doing a line of Coke. Like I just get happy. I'm like. Oh, this is the way I'm supposed to feel. And I know it's because I've drank so much over my life that, like, I'm chemically imbalanced, and I think that's, like, leveling you out. But we all have the same feeling. Like, last night, we came in from watching uh, all the games outside and for the 8 o'clock game, watch it inside, and everybody poured a little bit of whiskey, and uh, everyone just was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is like having a Red Bull. Um, <clears throat> Tor, you know me. Do you really think I – hate, I hate to break kayfabe. Do you really think I would send your parents a box – Of chocolate assholes
0: that says "eat my ass." Do you really think that I would do that? I think that you could be incorrigible on a Sunday. That's true. Everyone's having a lot of fun. That's very true. Oh, I was by the way. I did do something stupid on Sunday. (laughs) We'll talk about it. I think you also decided. (laughs) I haven't seen Tor since Thursday. That's true. Let's do a bit <laughs> when, I don't, I, when we don't get together on a Friday, it, fr- it fucks me all up. I don't
2: know what to do with myself. Um, yeah, we did call you too much. No, I, I'll tell you why we needed your parents' address. Uh, at the time, it wouldn't have been as amusing instead of and like, making you think that I would send them chocolate assholes.
0: Hey, everyone. If you haven't become a Facebook supporter of The Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the Supporter Hub tab. It's $5 a month. You'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night boot Hey everybody, it's Tor and I'm coming to you talking about Manscaped and we know that the autumn is here, but that doesn't mean that our hair has to get unruly or bushy or messy. I just got a sweet cut and now I have to make sure that everything else matches it, making sure that... I am well-groomed all over the place. That's something that is pretty desirable nowadays. And just because it is fall, that doesn't mean that the hair has to get unruly by any means. So you can head to manscaped.com. They have nose hair trimmers. They have the best electric razor on the market. They have exfoliators. They have shaving gel. They have colognes. They have everything that you need for this fall so that this fall you're not walking around like a big old mess Sometimes, I know it gets like that when winter rolls around, you're thinking nobody's going to see me, I'm going to be in this jacket. People can tell when you are well-groomed and it does make a difference, and it makes a difference when you have a 20% off discount code that also has free shipping. What's that code? Oh, that's Dukes, that's D-U-K-E-S, and you should use it at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. The code is Dukes, D-U-K-E-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will thank you. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook, turn on your notifications, and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well.
2: It's the Chad Duke Show on a good-looking Wednesday out there to you. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing, joining me on the Brenco Solutions Hotline as we speak, MMAFighting.com, and he has uh, been all over this John Bones Jones story, uh, for better or for worse, and some of it's looking like for worse right now. The great Damon Martin joins me right now on the program. Damon, what's up, bud? How are you? I'm good. I I'm good. Thanks for having me. But man, I tell you what, it was kind of a punchline. Now, whenever B- Bones gets arrested, you're like, oh my god! You know, everyone makes with the memes. Everybody's out there with the Dana White reactions. But uh, I read your piece in MMA Fighting that kind of uh, gets into the meat of this thing, and um, I, the the details are awful. Um, and again, I'm I'm a big innocent until proven guilty guy I don't like that because someone has fame we immediately condemn all of them but my god if you go back and look at everything that he's been associated with clearly we would think that he's probably capable of behavior like this but um for people that haven't read your piece that don't you know have been following the story as closely can you go into a couple of the details that we now have learned about why John Bones Jones was arrested after he was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame
1: Yeah, a matter of hours after being inducted into the Hall of Fame, which is so crazy. So according to the police report, uh, Jones was in Las Vegas with his family, his three daughters and his uh, and his fiance. And at some point after the event, he went out with his friends and she and the kids stayed back in their room at Caesar's Palace. And apparently at some point, his fiance went down to the security desk to ask for a uh, extra key to their room. And she had blood on her face and on her clothing. The security people became concerned. They asked her, you know, what was wrong, and she kind of teared up and more or less said she was afraid to go back to her room. And so they called the police. The police arrived, and when they found his fiancée, she had blood on her face, her clothing on the bed, a split on her lip. Uh, she denied that Jones, you know, actually physically assaulted her. And then she basically said, yeah, a little bit. Like she was, again, trying not to, I, you know, trying not to say he did anything. I'm not really sure, the, you know, what actually happened there. Uh, the police said she didn't want to give a voluntary statement, all these kind of things. And, you know, kind of this is sadly stories we hear a lot when domestic violence is involved. Uh, you know, Jones was picked up a little bit later. He had already left the property. He was placed into custody when he was being placed into custody, police say he was agitated and he actually slammed his own head into the hood of their car, uh, doing significant damage to the police vehicle, which actually led to the second charge against him. So he had two charges, misdemeanor, battery, domestic violence and a second charge, which is actually a felony for injuring a vehicle with damage over $5,000 because he headbutted the police car. Uh, So he's placed into custody and uh, and, released about 12 hours later on bond.
2: Didn't there's a part where he he speculated if they took the cuffs off of him that he could beat all of the policemen up. I I mean, this is clearly somebody that is if, if this is true and this is what happened is unhinged and. I, I just to make the same mistakes. I guess these aren't the same mistakes, but I mean, some of these allegations, Damon. I, I'm puzzled because in this this whole era we live in, where if there's any scent of a person being abusive towards a woman, I mean, in 2019, he was charged with you know hitting a waitress. He pled no contest to that. I mean, he's ran into a car with that had a pregnant woman in it and, and fled the scene. I don't know. This paints an absolutely horrific picture if you look at the you know the the entire context of, of what this guy's past looks
1: like. Yeah, and the and the sad part is it just seems to escalate and it never seems to get better. I mean, the first incident that really happened with him to put him on the radar in terms of legal issues was right after he became champion. He was kind of on top of the world, and the UFC had given him a Bentley as like a you know a gift for. All the great things he did in the cage, and then you know whatever it was, days later, weeks later, whatever it was, he you know crashes the Bentley into a telephone pole and gets charged with the DUI. And then from there, it's just been escalating incidents. I mean, you'd think in 2015, this hit and run accident where he you know causes the accident, leaves a, you know leaves the scene, flees the scene, you know leaves a pregnant woman who got hit in her car, you know just leaves them all there and, and flees the scene, gets charged, loses his title. You know, get suspended—all these kind of things. You think that would be the wake-up call, but it's not. He's had several arrests since then. I mean, just in 2020, he was arrested on a DUI charge and carrying a firearm in his car. And now we're dealing with a you know domestic violence situation. And you know, the reality is, with this particular charge, it's a misdemeanor, and it's his first offense in Nevada. Uh, as much as we complain about the criminal justice system in the United States, and there are a lot of flaws. Uh, chances are he will not—he will probably not see a day in jail, you know, for this particular charge. It's a misdemeanor, first offense. Chances are they'll work out some sort of deal with probation or whatever, you know, some sort of thing like that. So you wonder, like, is this even going to be the wake-up call? Is this it? Because it sure doesn't seem like the UFC is going to, you know, suspend or or, or release him, uh, and and it doesn't seem like he's going to end up doing any kind of significant jail time. So you kind of scratch your head. What is it going to take? It, you know, is it possible to wake this guy up um
2: he's claimed now he's come out and uh said that he's leaving alcohol behind him but he he put out an instagram video where he's working out and he says he's going to turn a negative into a positive and i'm like dude if you hit your wife in front of your kid and then your kid had to call the cops like i i i don't I the, the the I don't want to throw the word sociopath around because I feel like we do that way too much and it's overdramatic. But he just to me Damon, he's always felt disconnected. Like he's never felt like he's fully in touch with what's going on. Um, and to scream at the cops, I I just went into the Hall of Fame. Why are you doing this to me? Like, dude, w- w- you, you don't seem to really be in touch with what you're doing and engaging with in the world around you. And I understand, Dana, people are like, well, they should release him. Well, you, you can't release him. He's incredibly valuable. And I guarantee Bellator one or wh- whoever you think it is is going to give him an opportunity and to make a bunch of money fighting. But. Yeah, I, I don't know. If if you continue to just say, Hey, we'll wait six months, everybody will forget about this, and then when you go out and you you know you're fighting Stepe Majochich, it's gonna be the biggest pay-per-view of all time. I don't know. I I don't know if that's the the school of thought that we should be having anymore with this dude.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm with you when it comes to, you know, not condemning somebody before they have their day in court. I think we do kind of reactionary, we judge people a little too quickly. But when you get this police report and you have, you know, the officers, you know, there's multiple officers giving their account of what happened and you know detailing the you know his, the the you know the damage to his fiance her lips bloody, blood you know down her clothes on the bed, you know wasn't just like a you know it doesn't seem like it was a minor incident, you know and, and he also she also said he grabbed her by the hair and all these kind of things. I mean that's really disturbing stuff and and of course you know we know it could be worse, but that doesn't make it better. Uh, and and so you know again i don't want to condemn him you know without allowing him to have his day in court but when you read these kind of details it's kind of hard not to immediately form an opinion and i'm one of these people and i'll fully admit it when it comes to domestic violence i have a zero tolerance policy in my personal opinion like when you put your hands on your wife or your fiance or your girlfriend or whatever uh, to me, there's no coming back from that. That is the lowest of the low, especially when you're talking about a professional fighter. John Jones, and I've met John many times. You know, John's six foot four. now he's 250, he says he's going to be 270 pounds. He's a big, big guy. He'd be physically intimidating to the biggest physically intimidating guys out there. And then putting your hands on a woman, again, you know, we don't know the full extent of what happens. These are still allegations at this point, but it doesn't sound good, and and it's hard not to immediately, you know, uh, again, as I said, it's not, It's hard not to immediately condemn him and say, I'm kind of done with this guy just based on the allegations. I've seen
2: two different videos of Dana White. One was, I think, immediately after it happened, and one was he did press after the Contender series like he always does, and he emphasized, we can't bring John Jones to Vegas. It's this town, something about this town, and I'm like... What are you talking about? Like, his first infraction was in New York, and then when he had to, you know, smash it into the car and fling the scene, that was in Albuquerque. I think a couple of his, most of his stuff happens in Albuquerque. Like, I heard Dana say that twice, and it weirdly felt to me almost like, Some sort of, hey, let's divert the focus to oh it's Sin City and he's just a crazy guy. He's out of control when he comes here. We gotta get him in and out of here. I I thought that was an odd reaction from Dana.
1: Yeah, it really was. I, I think that's I think honestly that's Dana deflecting from the question of people asking him, Will they punish John Jones? Will they release John Jones? Will they actually take action against John Jones for these for this latest incident? I think that's him deflecting. And it feels very much like, you know, John's post yesterday where he said that he can't do I can't be around alcohol. I can't have alcohol in my system. And you know, get rid of that. I'm going to turn this nightmare into the best situation of my life. And I'm, think, I'm just scratching my head and shaking my head thinking, you know, you've been arrested for domestic violence. Details of the police report came out earlier today. No one is going to have a high opinion of you right now. And that's what you say. Uh, and Dana, kind of the same thing where he's like, you know, Vegas is bad for him. Well, yeah, I'm sure Vegas is probably bad for a lot of people. That doesn't mean they go out and commit domestic violence. No shit. Uh, so, you know, I've been to Vegas you know, dozens of times. I've, I, you know, when I, was, when I was in college, I went to Vegas. I still didn't do yeah. know, the things that John Jones is doing. So I think, I think it's, it, this is the problem. A big part of the problem with John Jones is, People continue to make excuses for him. Oh, it was this. It was, well, he's 24. He's got all this money, and he's you know, finding success for the first time, and he made a mistake, and he did this, he did this, and then he made a mistake, and he did this, and he did this, Well, he made a mistake. Well, at some point, you know, you got to realize it's not a mistake. It's just the person. It's just the guy. It's not Vegas. It's not – It's not, you know, yes, he could have some demons with alcohol, but it's still him doing it.
2: Yeah. Um. I just – I don't – I understand that the business side of this is very different than everybody just getting on their high horse speaking on social media, but I don't know how you continue to put him out there as a brand ambassador. I I don't want to spend the entire uh, segment on this, Damon, but does this, I saw a couple of people making the reaction of you can't say this guy is in the conversation for greatest of all time anymore because of who he is outside of the octagon. And I, I don't know. OJ didn't give back any of the Leards he rushed for. I mean, that's an extreme example, but Dana says it time and time again. It's the fight game. It's a dirty business. It's a mean business. There's problems. I mean, look at Floyd Mayweather and his background. Conor McGregor, the issues that he's had. I mean, we look at some of the biggest stars on the planet, Mike Tyson and what he was, you know, went to jail for. Um, and how he is regaled. I I think it is a different type of person that walks into a ring or a cage with another individual and says, all right, one of us is going to beat the other one until they can't take it anymore. I get that, but does it affect the conversations we have about who he is as a fighter in the future?
1: You know, and this is just being completely honest. I really don't think it does. I I think at some point you just move beyond that. You talk about Mike Tyson. I mean, this is a guy who went to prison for years, you know, and, and, and the the way he's, you know, his life since that time, you talk about a Floyd Mayweather, convicted, you know, on domestic violence charges, still revered as one of the greatest boxers of all time. It's a weird thing with combat sports in particular, because it just seems like even the repercussions don't necessarily taint a legacy. And this has happened numerous times. Again, those are two really prime examples of that. And I think the biggest difference is, when something like this happens in, let's say, the NFL, and, and I have a lot of issues with the NFL, but you know, when generally speaking, when something like this happens, it's, it's almost a career ender. I mean, we've seen it. You know, a lot of times when these kind of things happen, you know, their code of conduct policy is so harsh that you know teams drop them, and then other teams are so afraid of the bad public relations that they won't sign certain players, and and so a lot of these you know incidents in other leagues are career enders. So that's why the legacy is tainted, because they can't do what they do anymore because the league or the owners will kinda of not allow them to play. That doesn't happen in combat sports. You know, we just saw it with, you know, Javante Davis had a pretty disturbing incident like a year ago with his with his girlfriend and that you know became headlines and then, you know, six months later is headlining a showtime pay-per-view. So it's a weird thing with combat sports where it feels like the repercussions of these incidents, these these, these situations don't really taint a legacy which is bizarre when you compare it to other sports but it sure doesn't seem like that for mma or boxing
2: it's odd uh but they're odd sports to cover man they're they're definitely different um the the tyron woodley tattoo story uh every time i think all that stuff can't get any weirder you and i are like minded. i think we like to be entertained i watched that fight i wasn't offended by it i think if he would have pressed i don't know he feels like a guy that really at least inside of a, a fighting uh, situation has been he seems to be holding himself back the last i don't know four or five times i've watched him fight so i don't know what that's all about but he gets i love jake paul tattooed on his middle finger jake paul has kind of a very weird response where he has a piece of paper in his mouth and says whatever um it looks like it's real all of the stuff i've seen ariel hawani was tweeting out pictures of it um Jake's moved on right like we're not gonna see this fight and then how do I mean Tyron Woodley still has a gig talking about fights I mean I saw a lot of fighters reacting negatively to the fact that he did that what what is your you know pardon the pun a thumbnail of this whole thing now that we've had a couple of days to digest it
1: it's so bizarre I mean I think making the bet in the first place you know Jake put him on the spot at that press conference and said let's make a bet you know, the loser gets the winner's name tattooed on them. And he, and he, you know, kind of begrudgingly agreed in that moment. And when you do it publicly, you are know, going to be held to account. People are going to bring it up to you. And so after the fight, when he said, I'll only do it if I get the rematch. And and again, I think Tyron took a lot of criticism for agreeing to this really stupid bet. Uh, and, and it almost felt like he had to follow through. And uh, he's not, I mean, by all accounts, he's not going to get the rematch, and, and I said this, I think we talked about it before, I don't think he should get the rematch, I mean, was it a, a close fight, sure, but did, in my opinion, did Jake Paul win, I didn't really think it was a controversial call by any stretch of the imagination, I thought Jake Paul won the fight, he had one really bad moment in, in whatever it was, the fourth round or fifth round, when he got kind of knocked backwards by a punch, but... You know, look at, you know, we've seen that happen in boxing dozens of times where guys or girls can come back from a, a single bad moment. Uh, so, no, I don't think he's going to get the rematch, nor do I think he's going to get the rematch. So now Tyron's just going to have to go through life or at least until he gets it removed, uh, you know, with an I love Jake Paul tattoo, which is just so bizarre. And of all the weird bets and side hustle and all the things that go on in the sport, that's got to be one of the weirdest, most bizarre situations. And the fact that he actually followed through good on you for you know followed her on your bed but the fact that you made it in the first place just is insane to me
2: it is so weird um but it, it does i don't know it keeps me coming back to that world whatever that is entertainment based boxing seems to be something that isn't going to go away we've discussed it every single time you've come on at damon martin instagram at damon martin twitter and of course MMAfighting.com. damon thank you so much for the time brother i appreciate you Anytime. The great Damon
0: Martin, everybody, on the Chad Dukes Show. You can always donate to the Chad Dukes Show using the Donate tab on ChadDukesShow.com. You'll help us keep improving the product, and you'll earn yourself a verbal nod on the next episode. We thank you for your support, friendos.
2: It's time to reach out and touch the people where the bathing suit covers. This is Ask
0: Shooed. Send us your questions, comments, or queries to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com, and we'll get to them on the show.
2: Ah, It's been a minute since we've done the Ask sh- sh- Shoes. Of course, if you would like to reach out and touch Tor and I wear the bathing suit covers, you go ahead and go to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com or dial us up friendos 385-645-5375 the hotline is always voicemail line is always wide open for you guys wide open like jester's marriage uh lots of people responding by the way to how caught up he was in the last episode tour very excited hopefully some of those emails come through at some point with people responding to how caught up jimmy J has been um all right. Last week, I got a bunch of shit about becoming a Titans fan. Uh, so I wonder if that's going to come up again this week. Let's head out to the Grand Canyon State, the beautiful state of Arizona.
1: Hey, Dukes from Tor. This is Alex from Arizona. I just wanted to say, Dukes, you know what? I, um, I'm glad that you have been a lifelong Titans fan. Yep. Because it must feel good to have a team that's run so well and not have to, you know, have followed a team your whole life that. You know, gets beat 45-10 to um, by the Bills um, and loses games. They should win every week and just is so poorly run. So, you know, I just wanted to say, I know you've been a fan your whole life. You don't need this. You you know how a well-run organization's been. But I just wanted to say, you know, thank you for uh, talking to us about your fandom. And um, good luck this year with the Titans. Tighten up, baby.
2: Tighten up, ho. Um... I don't want to overstate this, but I, I, did, I know I did the Chad Stafford bit earlier in the fucking week, but I swear to God, I felt the same way. Like, I just, to watch a team and then you expect them to win, first of all. I never, I haven't, I don't know what it feels like to expect a football team to win. I haven't had that in years and years and years. Um, but then also, they're just not an embarrassment, you know? Like, there's five or six teams that are a complete and total shit show embarrassment in this league. That's the part that got me, her. It. It's not the losing. Like, I, they lost since I was a kid, since I was in fucking high school. You know, before that, middle school. Uh, this team has been absolutely horrible on the field. It's just everything that comes along with it. And then the name stuff, People, a lot of people want to subscribe some sort of conservative, oh, Redskins, blah, 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 blah fight against political correctness. It's not that. It's how awful the name rollout has been. And just they're constantly subjected to ridicule, and I just know they're gonna fuck the name up. So I, to me, this is Patriots like I'm cutting a guy a year ahead of time. Before actually, that's not true. I'm cutting a guy 28 years too late. Yeah, is what I'm doing. So, yeah, and, and and I just enjoy. I can't tell. And whatever it is, Tor, this is the scary part. Whatever it is about the Redskins, like it's just clicked off. It's clicked off in my brain. Those guys are watching. I had the game on before we had bought the Sunday ticket last week, and they're playing the Bills, and I was just laughing. I was just laughing at how upset Ted and fucking Joe were screaming and yelling, waving their arms, and uh, it's it, that feels a little sociopathic to me, to have that connection for so long, and it literally is just severed now. Very weird. <laughs> you worked yourself into a shoot. <laughs> to a full shoot. Like, I'm looking at, I got this fucking, I got this thing hanging in my, in my I've carried this, I got this uh, this big frame poster, and it's when the Redskins played uh, the 49ers in Osaka, Japan, like in 2002. Um, you, I don't think you'll find the poster online. I've never found. I'm the only one that I know that has one. Yeah. It's this giant frame piece of art, and I remember spending a lot of money on a frame before I could really spend a lot of money, and it's gone with me from apartment to apartment to apartment to townhouse to townhouse to now to the home that I, I now live in, and I was just looking at it like I could put something else there, you know, and it's just been it's been with me since I can remember. Like I stole it from the radio station when I was interning for the Junkies. Um, whatever the fuck that was. And then I got this, I got this signed fucking deal, which is real cool. It's got Sammy Ball, Doug Williams, Mark and Joe Theismann's autograph, all on like, uh, I'm missing somebody, Sonny Jergensen, I think, all on one fucking piece of art, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder how much I can get for that. You know, like, it's just, it's just an odd thing to go through, uh, because I don't even know if working yourself into a shoot is the way to describe it, but it certainly is, you know, accurate for others to describe what
0: I'm going through. It's uh, tighten up, ho. At least, at least you're a little more refreshed on Sundays and not oh. ready for all the same so great. fucking shit. Just go out there and
2: murder the fucking Colts. Just go out there and you know, beautiful comeback win in
0: Seattle. Just know
2: that they can do it. Got the best running back in the league. Like this I just have never felt it before. I've never felt it. It's fun to feel. Must feel good. I tell you what, it does. It feels It feels great, and when your putrid, disgusting team beats Washington this week, I will be happy because I will have bet on them. I had one year. I had the 2015 year, no, best year of my
0: life. They were competitive before that. They had a couple of good years. They, they got blank. They, got, they put up two points versus the Giants in 2012. I don't know how they're so bad. I never look at. I
2: always look at how talented that team is. And I'm like, how are you so bad? They really are terrible, and it's, it makes me happy. Uh, another nameless, another nameless contributor. Please leave your name and where you're from if you're going to leave a voicemail.
1: It's the Chad Duke's Yam Bag. Got three emails, boxes, and your notes.
0: It's the Chad Duke's Yam Bag. Gonna read some for you
2: folks, Chad Duke. <laughs> well, you called me Chad Duke, and you said Yam Bag, so you're 0 for 2. But I do appreciate the execution and also... Uh, Tor never has any idea what I'm uh, doing a parody of when I do that bit, and so it's fun when a listener does.
0: I like the, the passion that the listener yes. sent in. He was, uh,
2: You know that's from? Uh, I do not. That's Kornheiser's uh, email song oh. that he used to play. I don't, I don't know. I haven't listened to his podcast. His podcast is way better than this one, but I used to listen to Kornheiser when he was on 980, and uh, it would go, here come Tony's mailbag. We got your <laughs> emails, faxes, and your notes. That's how it went, so. I think that's what he's doing. Oh, that makes me happier. Yeah, it makes me happy too. <laughs> which is way far away from where I was at the beginning of the show. All right, let's go to uh, let's go up to Maine because the rain in Maine falls mainly on the plains,
1: as we all know. Hey guys, love the show, Jeff from Maine. How are you guys doing? Um, first, two things. Uh, love Angry Tour. Need more Angry Tour. Yeah. Angry Tour is fantastic. Two Dukes. Do you ever sit back and realize? how fucked up your friends are. Right. I mean, I've listened to old shows and the new show, and I mean, honest to God, they are fucked up. I mean, do you think about it, and what conclusion do you come to thinking about it? Man, I know it's some of it's just done for the show, but... no, Jesus, they're fucked up. See
2: ya. None of it's done for the show. Um, I don't do a lot of bits. I mean, we do do a show here, and perhaps there's a little embellishment. I mean, I, I like to remind people that we do put on a show here so when you know tours throwing tennis balls at ant man and joe and they just sit there silently um i'm like hey we're doing a show perhaps we could sell this a little bit but um a couple of things in this one not all my friends are weird i don't think on hell's all that weird um yeah i have some adam mcnair is a pretty fairly normal guy i'd like to say he's probably the most normal um, Goat is weird, uh. but Goat's incredibly like he's not weird in any kind of off-putting way. Um if you're talking about Joe and Ted and Ant-Man and I mean I assume Dottie might be in that category. Um, Dick Smokehan. Here's a couple of things. One is I'm a fucking weirdo. Like I'm a mess. So I'm going to attract people that are attract people that are coming to me because they're attracted to what I put off. And that's probably the humor. All of the friends that I have now, except for... Walgreens? Every single other friend... And I never see him. So every single other friend I have is made through this. So they're coming to me because they like what I do here. And then we we form a friendship if they're not too weird. Um, I also don't have any kids. You know? And I think a lot of the guys you're talking about that hang out with me don't have any kids, so they can hang out. And if you don't have any kids when you're in your late 30s to early 40s, a lot of times it isn't what I've done, which is my wife and I have decided not to. Like, I feel like I have a really good relationship, and financially we could definitely take care of it, but we've just decided not to have kids. Um, they're not having kids because no women will fuck them. So that's very different, too. You're going to get a certain type of person that that is true for as well. So it's kind of a ragtag conglomeration of all these different reasons, Tor. But I also... I. <laughs> I told you, man, when I went out to Flying Ace and I saw the dads unfolding all of the strollers and the tents and bivouacking and the fucking mom is, you know, all dressed up to go get drunk at Flying Ace and they're getting out of the goddamn minivans. I'm like, I, I wouldn't want friends like that. You know, I don't I don't want, if those are what normal friends are, strap hanger friends, I don't want any of them either, so yeah, my friends are weird but they, they,
0: they're good friends for me, I would say. I think that the content contributions alone make them good friends, but as people... I mean, they're they're pretty normal. Like, if you saw him walking down the street, you say, hey, as a normal guy. You or, think Joe's normal? I mean... You think Ant-Man's normal? Well, not before you know them. You think Ted's normal? You think Smokehands normal? It's, too, it's They're probably
2: pretty normal with normies. Maybe. They might be able to put on the facade, I would say. But all my friends, except... Except for Dick, who I like very much. But all my friends are good friends. Like, they're all good people, and they're good friends to me. So I, I don't have that. And then the pe- the ones that have had enough of me, they've, they've made that very well known, and they've moved on to Greener Pastures. So and I would consider Drab still a friend. His, his life is just fucking crazy. We never hung out anyway. So um, I don't know. I, I know how it could seem like that listening to the show is what I would say.
0: All right, let's go up to Rochester. Hey, big shooter. Hey, Hey, Tor. Um, this is Danny in Rochester, Danny. the D-Man. Um, I had a question if you guys had a fast food file on a certain restaurant. Uh, when I moved from Northern Virginia to Rochester, New York, all of the Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts' turned into Tim Hortons'. Well, it's Tim Hortons and Dunkin' Donuts. And I was floored the first time I had Tim Hortons' breakfast. It's about as good of a breakfast sandwich you can get from a drive through window. So I was wondering if you guys have ever uh, had experiences with it. I know it doesn't really go past Pennsylvania, so I don't know if Chad really has gotten a chance to sneak his teeth in a tour. I don't know around uh, where you went to college, but I love it. I wanted to hear if you guys had an idea of it. Bye.
2: Um, Definitely have heard of Tim Hortons. Uh, I always thought it was a Canadian bit. Um, Also, I think Tim Hortons is famous because they do this thing in the drive-thru tour where whoever is in front of the person behind them, they pay for the person behind them. Yeah. Which I always thought was kind of fucking annoying. Like, if everyone does it, like, what's the point? Um, Seems a little up with people. But it's a coffee joint, right? Isn't it just like a fucking coffee place? Yeah, it's like it's a coffee place. Donuts, sandwiches, all that stuff. I've never been the one. I've seen them when I've driven through, when I go to New York, uh, you know, go through um, the train station there. Uh, there's Tim Hortons in there, but I don't go to Starbucks a lot either. You know, I just don't go into places that are coffee joints for the most part.
0: Yeah, I have not encountered one in the wild. Uh, I was in Dunkin' Donuts, freaking Central for four years where it was one on every block. You could not, nothing else. So I've seen pictures of their donuts and specifically I think they have donut holes that are rated pretty well uh, by their fans, but uh, I have not encountered uh, Tim Hortons uh, yet. Um, yeah, I mean,
2: maybe it's a big thing that's going to take over, but it also doesn't sound like... I mean, I, as much as I like donuts, I've never... I don't go to Dunkin' Donuts ever. Like, if I'm going to stop someplace to get something to eat, it's going to be like a Santini's, or it's probably going to be a sandwich spot. Uh, it's not going to be one of those. So, yeah, nothing against it, just not, uh, not necessarily my cup of tea. Oh, shit, that was almost a problem. Alright, let's uh let's read a couple emails, Gigantor. Of course, mailbag at ChadDukeshow.com. Dear Big Shoot and Huge Unprotected Sex. Is that a new nickname for you? I hope not. Wow, I don't I wonder if that'll catch on, like Tim Hortons. Every time I listen <laughs> to the show, I find myself copycatting the Charlie Hotel, Alpha the dukes Dig it! Macho Man Randy Savage Impression. Who said it's an impression? I'm dying to know what is the origin of this drop. Is that Dan Soder? Thanks for the amazing show, boys. Cheers, Jared, in Maine. What the fuck is going on with Maine? Maybe we need to make a roadie to Maine? Maine's not that special. Oh, really? I've been to Maine. People are blowing us up from Maine, though. It wouldn't be about Maine being special. It would be about the fact that people love us in Maine. Like maybe
0: they do. I, all I heard about was the Maine foliage in the autumn. In the, yeah, it's supposed to be beautiful. Autumn. Same as here. Alright, Jesus Christ Under, Underwhelming foliage from Alright, what
2: chick from Maine turned you down for a blowjob? Nobody What chick from Maine We played Maine, it was very Turned cold. you down for an ass-eating Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> and
0: we did, took a bus so How bad like, did they beat your ass? It was like a six oh, they, How
2: bad do they whoop your oh, fucking, they fucking ass?
0: They had like a punt return right before half It sucked the air out of the I team. didn't even know Maine played football Why would they? They just <laughs> boat and yacht um,
2: Charlie Hotel Alpha Delta it, That's my name C-H-A-D. Dukes. Chad Dukes. Dig it. That's what it is. Um, That's the Macho Man Randy Savage. Sir, what are you talking about? Close personal friend of mine before he passed away. Dear Chad, just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate your show. I've been a member since January and I listen every day. I've started looping your YouTube episodes on mute in the background while I'm at work, hoping some other folks do the same. Well, it's good to mute them because then you don't have to listen to them. Um... I don't have a whole lot to give, but I'm dropping a donation through the donate tab on ChadDucingShow.com to show my appreciation for all the bonus content, free shows, and hootenannies. Please give up. Uh, please continue the great work, John in Manassas. Well, that's very—I mean, that's very nice for a couple of different reasons, Tor. Very uh,
0: generous to do that out of the blue and not. Uh, uh, by the way,
2: I'm gonna check to see if he's bullshit.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> real quick. Okay. Well, you know. But it's nice to get the nice emails uh, every now and then. We're. The supports. I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, send in nice tweets also when they're drowning in it, and they, a they're, little bit of appreciation goes a long
2: way. I, I will say this to the people that do take the time to do that. There's two to three times every fucking week where that is the only thing that keeps me from just fucking <laughs> swallowing Drano. just going to let you know that right now. Everybody that's nice, everybody that does take the time to do that or toss a donation or fucking listen to a YouTube video or like the stupid gaming page, like, that shit... It's bailed me out so many fucking times. There it is. Right there. Oh, shit. It's a rather generous donation from John. Thank you so much, John. That is very, very kind of you on multiple fronts, my dude. It's very donation, but it's very nice, by the way, John. If everyone that listened to me donated that, we'd be doing fine here in the Fortress of Solid Dudes. Uh, hello, Chad, at what point in time is Tor going to realize that every opinion he has about the National Football League is incorrect? Literally everything he says is wrong. Jared, holy shit.
0: That's quite a fucking accusation. Hey, Jared, give me an example. I, I, I'm not going to tear you a, a new. Uh, you know, I'm not going to start. Well, he's saying all of them. I, uh, what have I said that's fucking wrong, Jared
2: a lot of your bad me
0: and, uh, yeah I was 0 for 2 last week I was 2 and 0 the week before what, what else what do I say that's wrong about the National Football League if I'm talking about my team I talk about how much they suck I talk about how Washington sucks too is that what's got you upset jackass oh no fuck the hell oh off oh my
1: god this
0: sucks the hell have I said that's wrong a lot of the points I do, we're talking about the NFL. I'm so sympathizing with Dukes. We're on the same page mm. a lot of the time. So if you're saying that I'm wrong, you're saying Shoot is oh, wrong. Oh shit! Well, I'm if you're I'm fucking wrong. with Dre. You're fucking with Death Row over there also. <laughs> wow. The fuck if I said that's wrong. Are, I, are, you, are you? Am dr- I saying referees should be on the screen more?
2: Well, you did agree- disagree with me. You said the the refs are fine, and like you're the only one oh. I've ever heard say that. He did come across as kind of a ghoul. Ghoul. Cool. When you said that. It's rather ghoulish. Yeah, I would like some examples, Jared. Because I think Tor is wrong all the time, too, but I don't have any examples. I'll, so. take,
0: the, I'll take the examples. Taking some shrapnel here, <laughs> bud.
2: Uh, big Shooter and Tor loving the show lately. Just to have highlighted a couple of my recent bits, which have been my new favorites, your Monday morning coverage of the previous Sunday's NFL games is the most informed, hilarious, and overall entertaining NFL analysis around full-stop and I won't hear any other arguments. Dukes' his recent new Blink-1-2-ish impression of Tubi. I'm sitting home alone and depressed on my bed and me be rolling over every time it appears. Keep killing it. Adam in Los Angeles. Oh, go Rams. Very cool. Um, thank you. Which one is that? Is that the...
0: the? I think you... I'm... <laughs> you start, it's... almost. You almost start it like a jester, but it goes right into the, <laughs> the tube. Let's see if I can get it. <laughs>
2: I'm sitting at home alone and the only one on the phone is my parents because I watched Halloween again. Is that it? I think so. I will not wash my hair. I wear flannel everywhere. And my facial hair is fucking disgusting. Is that it?
0: I think that's yeah. what he's referring. To. That's my Blink 182
2: <laughs> tube <laughs>
0: impression.
2: It used to be my Shaggy impression, but unfortunately, as we all know, he passed away.
0: It's very sad.
2: All right, well, that's a good ass shoot,
0: Tor. Well done, concise but uh, quality emails. Quality. Concise
2: voicemails. quality. Even the people like Angry Tor, all you got to do is question his football knowledge, and fucking freak the goddamn hell out.
0: The Chad Duke Show merchandise store is up and running. So click the shop tab on ChadDukeShow.com for show t-shirts and koozies.
2: What's up, you chintzy ass? Whoa, I see a bunch of moths. What happened? Did you open up your pocket? You fucking losers. Hey, I'll meet you at the Salvation Army where you're buying Christmas gifts. We're, and we're not even going to ask nicely at tour We're just going to we're just gonna threaten and harass people they are nice enough to listen to this show. That's the way that it's going to go. God damn it, I just pulled a giant fucking scab off. Look at that fucking nasty-ass oh. shit. Yeah, it's the worst. What are you going to do? I'm work for a living, for God's sakes. Get these fucking hands. <laughs> hanging soundproofing and... That's right, I'm using <laughs> adhesive and hanging up foam <laughs> on the ceiling. Clearly i got to cut my fucking self off again. Uh Monks, so you're laying low this weekend because you're getting ready for our big event out of Flying Ace Farm next Saturday, correct? That's right, I'm resting up, you know, probably... Um, Watching 13th Warrior. Yeah, probably watching 13th Warrior and watching my uh, football team lose. And By the way, they're called the football team, so yeah. he's actually allowed to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to the game? It's not home. Where is it? It's in Atlanta. I think I knew that. <laughs> I think there's some of our bets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be actually a good game. There is going to be as many Redskins fans in the fucking stands as there's going to be Falcons fans yeah, down old there. Redskins territory. It is, especially when they're losing. Like when the Falcons are losing their asses, like uh, there was a bunch of skins fans in the fucking stands last weekend too. It's kind of weird. They were getting just absolutely demolished.
0: Just so used to, over the years, the Redskins being the get-right team
2: for other teams that need to get right. So that's what's going to happen. You saw who I I didn't put my money on them. I'll tell you that much. So looking forward to that. I'll be watching my team uh, absolutely decimate the New Jersey Jets, uh, seven and a half points, I believe, is the line now. Take it. Titans will roll double digits. But all of our picks, of course, you want to go to uh, Friday, excuse me, Thursday's show. We give our MyBookie.com. Oh, by the way, MyBookieU.ag. Use the Duke's promo code. Get yourself a nice little bonus. All right. It's a free show. What do you want? It's not going to be that entertaining. Oh, uh, Blade 2, by the way, on HBO Max. My favorite uh, superhero movie, Blade 2 on HBO Max. So everybody knows. There. Are we done plugging? <laughs> yeah. Do I need to hit the thing? Uh, just the outro. Do we do the thing now? Yep. Where is it? There. I gotta use this new system you have over here. What Tor decided to do was like, you know when you wake up in the morning and you puked on the floor and like you can see everything you ate the night before? Like, oh yeah, I did have beef stew. (laughs) Like fucking, that's that's the way the new lineup is over here on the iPad for our sound effects. I still gotta get used to it.
0: (laughs) How come you didn't try to keep some consistency, young man? I tried to go hoots, intro, outro. Standard production. Standard, And then uh, drops on board two, voicemails board three. I'm going to
2: drop something off as soon as we're done here. I'm going to tell you what, you guys go on ahead. So is this done? That's done. That is a, that is a relic now of yesteryear. The instant replay is going to go on display in here. Like the uh, Radio Museum of National History.
0: I can really spread out with my stuff there.
2: You can. We'll move that thing for you the next time you're here so you can put all your various accoutrements, like your phone and your ice cream.
0: <laughs> all right, very good. Tor, thank you for a fabulous week. Of course, it was very fun. And then uh, for all of you that are listening, if you want more of the Chad Duke Show, tonight at 7 p.m. on Facebook, Chad Duke Show the return of the Friday Night Hootenanny, the Chad Duke Show Friday Night Hootenanny. We are having a bourbon show, so there should be a lot of hijinks. A not bourbons of
2: bourbon the round table, bourbon show.
0: There should be a lot of editing for me on Sunday. Drunken
2: Bibulous <laughs> Horse Shit, of course, all presented by Monk's Barbecue. If you're out and about it's looking at replace place Bibulous to-
0: Horse Shit presented by Monk's Barbecue. Exactly. Bibulous Horse Shit presented by Monk's.
2: Uh, Stop by Monk's in Percival or go out to Flying Ace Farm. Luckettsville? Lovettsville. Lovettsville. What is the difference between L- Lockett and Uh One side of Route 15 and the other right, side. I know, South. but you fucking, it's right, dude. It's, it's, it's towns that sound exactly alike right next to each other. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know I, did, I didn't plan it. Lovett'sville. Lovitzville. <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah. out and check them out. Uh, always tremendous bourbon, beer, and food, all that good stuff. All right, Tor, the good Lord is willing to the Creekstone Rise. We'll meet you back here tonight for the Hoot. Times are hard. Friends are few. Todd out of fucking you. I rolled out the trash cans.
0: You know what I always say? Time to write
1: and friendship with you. Tell to fucking you.